All right, we want to thank the Lord again uh, for being able to be in the house of God today. I, I'm just like everybody else. I was concerned about the weather and trying to be cautious and use care. May have jumped the gun a little bit, but I do want to be on the on the safe side of people's health and and uh, you know their well being. I don't want nobody to get foot broke. Sister Carolyn, bless her heart, she's still recovering where she broke her foot. And Sister Tammy, uh, she's recovering, uh, you know, from her health being in decline. But oh, brother Eddie, I love y'all. I pray for you, and I'm not calling you to be here. I'm just telling you, you watch from the house. You use great uh, safe. Uh, make safe decisions. Use great uh, uh, discernment or great uh, uh, effort to stay safe, stay warm. We just saw this morning that we ought to go ahead and have the service. I, I anticipated it being bad, but it ended up being not as bad as I thought it might be. We just try and use a little discretion, a little care there. But we're glad to be in the house of God today. If you're listening right now by way of live stream, we're so thankful to have you listening in. Uh, we strive to be a blessing and thank the Lord. Through the Lord, we're able to be somewhat of a blessing. But we're going to have a word of prayer here real quick. And I get Brother Patrick and Sister uh, Lucy going to sing for us here this morning. I believe that would be a blessing. And Father, we thank you again, Lord, to be in your house this morning, Father, on this January the 14th, 2024, Lord's Day, Sunday morning. We just want to give you praise and glory. We just want you to be lifted up. And Lord, we know your word says when you be lifted up, you'll draw all men to you. We pray people will be drawn to you today. Lord, in this day, this January the 14th, may people's mind be stayed upon you. May their thoughts be turned to you. May their affections be cast upon you. Lord, may I pray you get the word of your suffering today. May you bless the singing and bless the preaching and bless your children, God, today. And thank you and praise you for the blessing of God. In Jesus' name we ask them, Lord. Amen. 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 Get Brother Patrick. <clears throat> Sister Lucy, will sing us some songs this morning. You might want to get one of the other ones. I don't know if that one even works or not. Lucy? Sure. It's not turned. Yeah, it's already on. All right, I didn't think it was on. Good deal there. Get over where the camera can see you. People get a blessing watching Lucy sing. Amen. Amen. I'm one of them. Yeah. Here's how you can destroy any criminal thug who dares attack you in 10 seconds or less. This works even if he's bigger than you, stronger than you. Well, what about that? Pretty big boy. In this world of peace and sorrow, there's just one way to be strong. If you 
Oh, 
Appreciate y'all so much being here today. Amen. Amen. Glad to be here. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. We are, we're going to do something a little different ourselves today. I'm going to sing a song, but I appreciate them songs they just sung right there. We're preaching on faithfulness. And uh, boy, that first song they a song they're mentioning about faithful and uh, I'll tell you uh, a lot of things are falling right now a lot of things are failing right now but uh, great is God's faithfulness faithful is He I'll tell you He's, he's the most faithful thing there is in the church but uh, it wasn't no cakewalk when Jesus came down here uh, some 2,000 24 years ago, I know they don't, they're trying to take him out. No B.C., no A.D. Uh, they, they think Jesus never even existed. They say the Holocaust never happened. Uh, you know, they're trying to dismiss this uh, October the 7th massacre, slaughter, uh, trying to say, you know, it didn't really happen. But uh, I'll tell you what, buddy. Uh, Jesus not only come down here, buddy, he had a, a great cloud of witnesses, a great cloud of people that said we were eyewitnesses of his majesty they said we handled him we heard that voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased but we want to sing a song this morning before we preach this morning I don't do much singing I'm not a singer I'm just kind of melting my heart about all I know to do but uh, we want to sing this song before we preach this morning it's called Blessed Redeemer up Calvary's mountain, one dreadful morn, walked Christ my Savior, weary and worn, facing for sinners, death on the cross, that He might save them. From endless laws, blessed Redeemer, precious Redeemer, saints now I see Him on Calvary's tree, wounded and bleeding for sinners bleeding. Dying for me, Father, forgive them. Thus did he pray, even while his life 
life's blood flowed fast away praying for sinners in such woe no one but Jesus ever loved so blessed Redeemer precious Redeemer says now I see him on Calvary's tree wounded and bleeding for sinners pleading burning unheeding dying for me oh how I love him Savior and friend how can my praises ever find in through years unnumbered on heaven's shore my tongue shall praise him forevermore blessed redeemer precious redeemer saints now i see him on calvary's tree dead and bleeding for sinners pleading blind and unheeding dying for me boy there was no quitting place amen amen there wasn't no place that he could say I changed my mind. That's right, brother. There wasn't no uh, other alternative plan. Come on, brother. That's right. He said, for this cause came I into the world. And you know, I'm in the world and we've got a cause. I was yeah. going to preach this morning. I was going to on cause and effect. We will be preaching that message. But as we got up this morning, I have to admit, got under conviction as we was praying this morning about canceling the service and thinking is there any way we could possibly still have the service looked out the window and here and I have to admit I made the decision to go ahead and have the service today and I've been blessed already being here got blessed driving over here I hope you at home are blessed too I'm telling you God said it's in his heart to bless us and to give us all the good things that we have need of out of his riches and glory he supplies our every need but oh my, what a song there. Jesus never gave up. Never gave in. Set his face like a flint. Mm -hmm. Went all the way to Calvary. Gave his life a ransom so we could be redeemed. Amen. Father, we thank you for that song. And we want to pray this morning. Well, we'll go ahead and read our text and then we'll pray. I'm trying my best. Uh, keep my thoughts where they ought to be. Amen. And when I say that, I want you to know as a preacher, I know I'm full right now. When I say I'm full right now, it ain't going to be long. I'm going to have to pour something out. Amen. But Hebrews chapter number 3, we'll read six verses there. Hebrews chapter number 3. Yes, Lord. It says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, Consider the apostle and the high priest 
of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. But this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses inasmuch as he who hath builded the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is builded by some man. But he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all of his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house whose house are we that we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. We'll stop our reading right there. We're preaching today on faithfulness in 2024. And uh, you know, I look around and one thing I see is a need of faithfulness. The Bible talks about being faithful in a little. One day God will make you master over much. All being there started out with a little was faithful in it. And kept being uh, not only faithful in it, but kept adding to it. And finally one day looked around and there's a need there, being there. But we don't want to go down that road. I want to pray right now. Our Father, we thank you for the privilege to stand where we're standing right now. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I consider this, Lord, a greater honor than to be the President of this United States. I know it's a high calling. And Lord, I know who called me, and I know faithful is he that did call me, who also will do it. And I pray, dear Father God, today with that high calling, that Lord, you take your message today and deliver it through your humble service. Yes, Lord, I sure consider myself unworthy and unable, Lord, to do anything apart, Lord, from you. And Lord, I'm, I'm just a messenger boy, not much of one. If that Father, I'm not passed over some great mega church, Lord. We're passed over a little old country church that Lord's running over with the grace of God and the goodness of God and the blessings of God. If those mega churches, Lord, could come and visit here, the first thing they'd say was like Jacob that had the dream and woke up and say, surely the Lord's in this place and I knew it now. Thank you, Lord, for making a difference. We know times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord and how refreshed we are just being here already, hearing the singing and feeling the presence of God such a blessing. Father, we pray this morning for all in the church, Lord, that are sick right now, those that are recovering right now, those, Lord, that are I guess in the far country right now, we've got a list of people that we're praying for, Lord. We'd like to see them back in church. Lord, we know except you build the house, they that labor to build it, labor in vain. We know this is a work of God. We know we can't do anything, Lord, without you, Lord Jesus. You told your disciples, you said, without me, you can do nothing. You said, I'm the vine, you're the branches there, John chapter 15. Lord, we don't want to do nothing. We want to do all we can while we can. We yield ourselves even right now, Lord. We yield ourselves as an empty vessel right now, Lord. Fill us right now, Father. Fill us and let us, I pray, pour out that which you give us as we give you the praise and the glory. Lord, bringing all these things to you in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Like I said, we're preaching about faithfulness this morning. 
just had a father too. I appreciate Brother Patrick. Pastor, and, uh, oh, yeah, hold on there a minute. Amen. Thank you, Brother Patrick. We ain't got a lot. <laughs> when I say faithful and little, amen, I'll just tell you. Uh, Brother Patrick, they started a GoFundMe uh, thing for the pastor. I'm poor. I can't, I can't say anything contrary to that. We're poor and needy, but praise God, I can say something good about being poor and needy. David said, I'm poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh on me. And I thank God for the thoughts that He has to us, knowing that the Bible says that they're good, not evil, to give us an expected end. I looked this morning and my meal barrel running pretty low, but God knows about my meal barrel. He knows what I have need of. And not only is he faithful, but he wants me to be faithful to him. Right. Amen. Oh, we're preaching Amen. about being faithful. Yes, Lord. In this year, 2024. I don't want to fall by the wayside. I don't want to end up shipwrecked in my faith. Brother Donnie, he's done ventured out this year reading his Bible. Amen. He's done made Lord. it from Matthew to Luke. He said he couldn't believe God put so much in Luke chapter 1, chapter 2. But I'll tell you what, the Word of God is so loaded. Even one verse says so much. Amen. There's just no drain in the Word of God. I don't understand these preachers that say they've got nothing to preach on. I'm telling you, there's a well that never can be drawn dry. And it's that Word of God. I'm telling you, glory to God. Every message, every verse, every precept, every line, just loaded, amen, with blessings amen. of God. Amen. Jesus, he, uh, he said, man, I'll not live a very long, but by every word proceeds out of the mouth of God. We do well do that. We don't. Uh, Jesus also mentioned, uh, you know, that uh, uh, we ought to give the most earnest heed to that word. We don't, but we should. But we got that word. If we ever decide to do it, Brother Donnie, he done lost out this year. And I, I myself, just like him, uh, I made some headway this year. Read my Bible. I finished it last year. My 20th time. Read my Bible through what an embarrassment that is for me to be saved 35 years. And only read my Bible through 20 times. But I thank God that I have. Amen. I want you to know He'll bless faithfulness. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my. If you only read one verse a day, yes. And was faithful just to read that one verse a day. You'd find out God would bless you so much. Amen. Because if you've been faithful just to that one thing, uh, you know, you may not be able to. Uh, to climb a mountain, but we're all climbing. Uh, you may be just climbing a little hill, but keep climbing. I'm telling my pastor told a tale one told a tale one time or a story one time about some men that decided they was going to climb a mountain. I don't know if it's Mount Everest or wherever it was, but as they climbed that mountain, they came upon a man that was dead, and he had wrote that beside him on a piece of paper, and he said, "I died climbing." What a testimony. He said, I might have died, but I died climbing, amen. Hey, hey, I'm telling you right now, keep climbing, keep going. This is a year, I believe, of a church, a year of opportunity, a year of blessing, I believe, with all my heart. Right, Seems like every year is like that. But I kind of feel it in the air. Brother Eddie, don't fall by the wayside. 
Psalms 91 says 10,000 shall fall at thy right hand. I don't want 10,000 falling. I want 10,000 renewed. I want 10,000 refreshed. I want them rejoicing. I want them sad. It was, it was told me in the word of God. Hey, the psalmist said I was glad when they said let us go into the house of the Lord. It made me glad when I finally did go. I was 34 years old before I went. But I'm glad I did go. I'm glad I did get saved. And I want to keep going. I'm telling you, I want to keep growing in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Faithfulness in the year 2024. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 23 says, Great is thy faithfulness. We don't have to worry about the one that we put our confidence in. I'm telling you, you're going to put confidence in anything. Put it in Him. Yeah. Faithful is He that calleth us who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24. Not only can you count on Him, and I say amen to that, but Joshua said, or Moses said to Joshua, He will not fail you nor forsake you there in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse number 6. Joshua said, There has not one thing failed of all that God spake to them. In Joshua chapter 23, verse number 14, faithful is He. Great is His faithfulness. And Peter, you know, all the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yea and amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Why do you say that, Brother Eddie? Because I call God upon His promises. Yes. I say, Lord, You promised that You'd Meet my needs. Just supply my needs as you reach the glory. Lord, you promised you'd be with me in the valley. You promised, Lord, that you would heal me, that you would help me. You promised you'd never leave me and overseek. Claim those promises. Yes. Amen. We got them, Sarah. Amen. I mean, we got so many promises <laughs> in the Word of God. Peter said they're sure promises and they're to us work. God gave them to us through his son Jesus. We're so rich. I'm telling you. David said, I, I, I'm young. He said, I, I was young. Now I'm old. I've yet to see the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Right. Oh, the promises of God are sure promises. God, I'm telling you, from heaven up there in the, in the throne above every throne, in control of everything, the one that feeds the sparrow, he said, I'll take care of you. Amen. That's why he wants to cast all the care upon him. Peter said there, all the promises of God in Christ Jesus. Well, now that's what Paul said, 1 Corinthians. Peter said there are exceeding great and promises given to us, word 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Now we got two points this morning. I'm not going to promise anything. I have to admit, I feel pretty loaded this morning. Amen. But our walk needs to be a faithful walk. Yes. You think nobody cares? You think nobody's looking? You think nobody notices? The Bible said in the book of Acts, they took note of those disciples that they'd been with Jesus and they called them Christians in Antioch. There's somebody. Uh, the day I'd done that, that wedding here at the church, Brother Timothy Oaks and his bride, Sean Oaks, he got up and he said, can I speak before we have our wedding ceremony? I said, sure, I know what he's going to say. And he got up there and teared up and he choked on the word. He said, I thank God for every way. And he said, all of us out there at Donnelly's, we saw the difference that God made in him. Amen. 
And it caused all of us to evaluate or examine ourselves and look at ourselves where we were as far as walking with God. You know, I thank God that He does make the difference. I know the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things are new. But I'll tell you what, our walk needs to be a faithful walk. Our, our walk needs to be one that we shouldn't have to worry about where we've been. It shouldn't have, we shouldn't have to worry about where we're going. Amen. I'm telling you, Joshua said, Choose you this day whom you'll serve. He said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That's, that's made up mind. That's, that's one that kind of walks I'm talking about. He said, we're going with God. Uh, you go whoever you want to. You know, we've come down to an age, I'm telling you, you're talking about some of the stuff going on down here today. Well, let me just put it in terms where just about anybody can understand it. you got to go to school for years to be as dumb as some of this stuff going on down there right now. I mean, you're just born smarter. And I know they put a lot of emphasis on the education now. But I'm glad I had enough sense to confess I was a sinner on my way to hell. I'm glad I had enough sense to call upon Him. That's rich and mercy I ought to call upon Him. I'm glad I had enough sense to get a refuge for my soul. To get my sins on the blood. Hey, I'm telling you, to get my name in the book of life. Boy, if you ain't got that kind of sense, you need to read a little bit of Bible. The Bible says in Matthew chapter number 6, Seek ye first. Kingdom of God. I'm so happy little Lucy raised her head one day and I said, what you got, Lucy? I thought she wanted to sing a song. She said, Brother Eddie, I want to get saved. Amen. Oh, I wish, I wish that could have been said about Eddie Wade that he got saved when he was seven years old. I wish I had enough sense to know my greatest need was to get saved. I am glad I got saved. I might have got saved late, but late's better than never, amen. I mean, I was 34 years old when I got saved, and little Lucy raised her hand up, and she said, Brother Ed, I want to get saved. I said, well, come on down, girl. Right. You know, the Lord saved us such. Mm -hmm. Only stipulation Jesus has got is that you come to Him to get it. Right. Now, I'll, I'll just tell you. You can go to the Pope. You can kiss His ring. You can get His praise. You can join the church. You can get the praise of men. But if you want the praise of God, you'll have to go to His Son, Jesus, and you'll have to make a confession like this. Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm telling you with the mouth, confession is made. And with the heart, man believeth under righteousness. You know, the devil's going to attack that. Donnie said, just soon he got saved, the devil jumped all over Amen, him. Brother. And he jumped all over you. There is an adversary down here. There is a devil down here. He's never going to let up. But praise God, God's never going to forsake us. We've got everything we need. But we need to have a faithful walk. And it's year 2024. Your neighbors are listening. Your neighbors are watching. The people you work with are watching and looking. I'm telling you, we're gazing to stop down here. Yes, man. They need to see a faithful walk. That's right. I was listening to Brother Clarence Jared this morning as he was preaching. And it's, you, know, you don't have to do what he did. But I was glad to hear what he said. He said, I went to the post office to get me a roll of stamps. He said, I got home. And I realized I didn't have my stamps. He thought, well, I must have either left them there or lost them. So he went back up there and he said, I can't find my stamps. And they just gave him a, another role. He said, uh, "No, I, I, no." They said, "No, we want you. We know you just you just pay for them." They gave him a roll of stamps. 
On the way out the door, he saw a $10 bill laying on the floor. He went over there. He didn't look like Moses. He didn't look to the left, look to the right. He picked that $10 bill up, brought it over there and said, Here, somebody, somebody got this on the floor. They said, Boy, you're one faithful man. He said, I want to be a faithful man. I'm going to tell you, if you want to be faithful, God can help you. By the way, he got home, found that other roll of stamps. He drove by and paid for that new roll. He said, I didn't want to return. I want to pay for it. But, uh, you know, faithfulness. People are watching you. Yeah. I hate to tell it. It's kind of an old story. But I was in revival with my pastor. Just got so much liberty, I don't even know what to do here. Amen. I was in my pastor in revival. At the end of revival, Sam Harper come to me. And he said, you work for my son-in-law. And he said, I want you to witness to him. And uh, I want him to get saved. He teared up. I tried to sidestep uh, this request. I said, Brother Sam, you pray that God will give me an opportunity and I will. Right. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I hadn't been saved very long. I wasn't real comfortable talking with people when I first got saved. I didn't know what to say. I mean, I was afraid I'd get it over my head. And if you've, if you've ever had that to happen, it's normal. There's a devil down here that says you can't. And there's a God down here that says you can. But I'll tell you what, you'll be the one to make a difference. And I was trying to get out of that. I was trying to sidestep that. And I said, Brother Sam, you, you pray that God give me an opportunity and I will. And I went to work that next morning, Monday morning. And I'm sitting there in the middle of the break room at our Donald and Sons. They gave me the whole break room. Because I had a Bible in there. And I'm reading the Bible. They scared to death of it. The Bible says men love darkness, red and light, because their deeds are evil. Neither come they to the light, lest their deeds be reproved. And I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, I'm in there reading the Bible, and, and I, I got the whole break room to myself. There's everybody, if anybody ever gets annoying to you, and you wish to get rid of them, just say, Are you saved? They're gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you thought you'd draw out an AK 47. <laughs> Hey, where do you go to church at? You are the Lord. You'll find out more people will separate themselves from you immediately. But anyway, I'm in that break room all by myself, reading my Bible, minding my business. I'm down at work. You know, we're not at work yet. We're just getting ready for the time clock to go out there on the floor. And I looked, and here come Mark Fisher, his stepson, came walking by that one. And I'm sitting there on it. It's kind of like a picnic table in there. And I got that Bible opened up there, and I'm reading it. Mark Fisher walks by, he looks at me, and I look up and I see him. <laughs> He's going outside to the smoker's break room. And when I seen him walk by, I said, Lord, there he goes. <laughs> when I said, Lord, there he goes, I looked, and he had turned around and he came back. And he walked in there, in that break room, where there wasn't nobody there but me and the Bible and God. And Mark Fisher, I'm trying to think what to say. How, how do I say? What do I need to say? What do I need to do here, Lord? And I'm trying to figure out what to do, what to say. Mark Fisher sat across the table from me and said the most profound thing I've ever, I guess I've ever had said to me in my life. Mark Fisher said, I want what you got. Now listen, if you don't have a faithful walk, nobody's going to want what you got. I mean, behind your back, they're going to call you a hypocrite. Behind your back, they're going to say in word only. But if you've got a faithful walk, if you're walking righteous, godly, and soberly in this present evil world, I'm telling you, there'll be people like Mark Fisher that'll come to you and say, I want what you've got. Right. If they don't
that, it's not their fault because you don't have a faithful walk. Yeah. Sometimes it's just of the Lord. Mm -hmm. God said in Isaiah chapter 6, who will go for us? And a man raised his hand like Lucy did that day. Mm -hmm. And he said, here am I. Send me. And the answer was go. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of like me in that predicament. Like you know, how you get out of this. So he starts going. And as he's going, he turns around and says, how long shall I go? You know, can I, can I just go this one place and be done? And the answer was, till the, till the land be utterly desolate and the city be without inhabitant. We need to keep going for God in this year 2024. I, I, you know, I know most churches are, are pr probably in name only, but I'm telling you, if your church could be known to be one, they could be faithful, that if you call them, they say, we'll help you, we'll pray for you, we'll send somebody to you. If you could have that kind of church, I'm telling you this year, I'm talking about life the kind of vision. Amen. That uh, the founder of the Salvation Army, Wilkes Booth, had a dream. In a dream, there was people on this pier, and they was playing games, and they was fishing, and they was talking, and there was people out from that fear, and they were drowning. William said in my dream, he said, I went over and I'm trying to pull one of them out of the water and I'm looking around. Why ain't somebody help? They was too busy. They was too busy with worldly things. Mm -hmm. Too preoccupied. Mm -hmm. That dream affected him so much that he started the Salvation Army. I'm talking about back before it was for profit. You know, like the Goodwill story. <laughs> Until he started the Salvation Army, and the whole goal was to help those in need. Yeah. That's the kind of church that the Lord died for. Yeah. That's the one he said on this rock, I'll build my church. I'm telling you, help us not to lose sight of the need. Help us not to lose sight of the needy. Help us not to lose sight of what we're here for. Amen. Amen. Our walk needs to be a faithful walk. We need to go the extra mile, brother. Romans chapter 8 talks about a fleshly walk yes. and a spiritual walk. Yes. And I'll tell you what, I know we've got a little bit of world in our churches today, but I'll tell you right now, we've been commissioned of God. And he gave us power over devils and unclean spirits. He gave us power over the enemy. And we need to be busy and we need to be faithful. Amen. Oh my, that faithful walk. Not only is the world watching, but I mentioned this in Sunday school this morning, Psalms 14, verse 2, the Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any that do understand and seek Him. In Proverbs chapter 25, verse 13, I'm telling you, uh, the message is about being faithful. And it says, and it's kind of ironic, this verse kind of ironic on this day that we've gathered here today. But in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 15, it says, As the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him. I, I want to be a faithful messenger with the message of God. Amen. Uh, it's inquired uh, of me 
need to be found faithful in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. And I believe this year is going to be a challenging year to the faithful. Amen. How could I be more faithful, Brother Eddie? Stop being faithful in one thing. Brother Donnie, he's been faithful. Open up that Bible in the morning, spending some time in there. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22. Let not my words depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. My son, let not my words depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. And he says, for they are life to those that find them and help to their flesh. I believe it's a healthy thing. Read your Bible. Oh, brother Eddie, I'll be 70 next month. I've never been 70 before in my life. And I don't know what this year is going to hold. I don't know how many steps I've got left in my walk. I don't know how many days are left on my calendar. I just know this. I know I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. I know whom I have believed. Right. I, I know my departure could be at hand. I just know this. I know where I'm going, when I do leave. And I know who's going to come for me when it comes time for me to leave. Amen. Amen. Paul said, I know whom I have believed. I'm persuaded to keep every child committed unto him against that day. I'm not worried about that. I just know this. It's 70. I don't have as many years to work for the Lord as I did when I started. When I was 34, I'm telling you, I'm still going for God. I want to be found going for God. I want to be found working when He shows up. I want to be found faithful. I want Him to build safe from heaven like He did about Job. There's nothing like Him in the heart. One that fears God, excuse evil. I want Him to be able to get the reward of His salvation. Amen. Amen. Oh my, what a price He paid for a worthless sinner like me. I don't want to shortchange God. I want to do all I can while I can. But that year, 70 next month, I don't know what this year is going to hold. It may hold my graduating. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. I, I want to be a faithful messenger of the message of God. And I'll tell you what. This year is probably going to be a challenging year, beloved. But don't go weary and well done. For in due season, we shall reap if we think not. I was telling Donnie, my wife wanted me to go down to Bowling and pick up her medicine. And I went down and picked up the medicine. She gave me a list of some things to get. And I got the things she had on the list. Forgot the list. Left it at the house. But I still got them. <laughs> on the way home, Lucy, she called me. I said, what you need, honey? She said, stop to get a gallon of milk. It had to be of the Lord. Really. Because I'm trying to think where to stop and get a gallon of milk. So I'm coming from Bowling Green to Scottsville on 231, and I happen to think there's a dollar market right there on the left. I thought that'd be probably the easiest place to stop, get a gallon of milk, and they go on home. I walked in that door, Brother Patrick. There was a young girl behind the cash register that had red hair. Now, she dyed her hair red. How do you know that, Brother Eddie? Because it's black up there at the top. You know what I mean? I mean, I know the fact is now, change the color of your hair, mine's changing without me doing anything. I started out kind of brown-headed. I guess you can tell I'm gray-headed and headed towards white. I don't know. I don't care what color it was and stay stuck. Uh, and if not, I'm going to give, give that your brother a look. Amen? But I walked in that store and I noticed this young girl when I seen her. And you know, I had been praying with the thought about even this message about my walk with God. I've been praying 
about being a better witness for the Lord. And, and you know, when I first got saved, I'd witness to a fence post. Yeah. I'd witness to the dogs and the cows. Mm -hmm. I'd witness to anything that would let me. I'm telling you, I, I over, had a lot of overkill in my witnessing. But it's been a long time since I've had a yearning to witness to someone. And I had that yearning. When I parked the car there in the parking lot, I seen two women walk across the parking lot and I tried to catch them. And I didn't. I was going to witness to them. And a young man came out. And I said, boy, it's a beautiful day. And he said, yes it is. I said, it's the day the Lord made. And he never even responded at all. But I was just trying to witness, you know. I walked in that store and this young girl, she had red hair. And she dyed it red because it was black at the top. She had something hanging out of her nose. I don't know what you call it. It looked like a cow ring to me. I don't know if it was hanging down there underneath her nose. Why is it everybody got them? I guess because everybody's doing it. I don't know. You won't ever see one in my ear. And I'll tell you what, if I'm dead and in the coffin, and somebody puts one in my nose, I'll probably come up out of there. I, I, I want to be just what God made me. Amen? I, I don't want to be confused about my gender. I don't want to be confused about anything. I, I, I want to abide in, in what God made me. He made me a little boy. Uh, February 20th, 1954. And I've continued all these years that same boy that God made. But in fact, I got born again. I'm saved now. But she had something hanging out of her nose. I don't, everybody's got them now. I don't know what you call them, but hanging out of her nose. And if that wasn't enough, she had one stuck in the side of her nose there, pierced the side of her nose. And I saw all that. And I went to the restroom, and I went to the restroom. I said, Lord, I, I sure would like to witness that young girl. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So I just asked for the opportunity to witness that young girl. I went back there and got that gallon of milk, and there's one back there, and I witnessed her. Boy, we got tearful shouting back there. One of them good, you know, one of them good conversations talking about the Lord. We was talking about the price, and everything went up. And I just kind of tested the waters a little bit. I said, yeah, everything went up. But the price of heaven is still free to all. She teared up. Just hearing that, she said, glory to God, ain't that true? And I said, amen, sister. I'm glad I couldn't afford it. But I'm glad, praise God. God said it's free to all that want it. He said, come to Him. And He know why it's turned your way. Well, like I said, I pray for I'll tell you, talk to this girl. I'm looking at the clock, so i got to wrap it up a little bit here. I went up there, and nobody's up there but her. And I went up there, and I set that gallon of milk down there, Sarah. This young girl, she looked really in poor health. She did. And she took my gallon of milk and swiped over that thing, read them codes. And I looked at that young girl, and I said, Honey, I said, are you a Christian? She looked straight at me, Sarah. And I mean, she didn't drop her head down. She said, no, I'm not. Now, old Brother Eddie, the Bible says, he that wins souls is wise. Yeah. Now, it takes a little bit of wisdom to reach someone. Mm -hmm. The world's already reached her. She's got red hair and she's black-headed. The world's already reached her. She's got something hanging out of her nose down about right here and something inside of her nose. And she had an army jacket on when I asked her if she was saved, she said, no, I'm not. And I said, what are you waiting on? She never did lose tension. She just kept, you know, I seen eyes, what I would call begging for someone to witness to her. It's almost like God was on the other side of this thing. And all I was was Him speaking to her through me. I said, what are you waiting on? She said, I don't know. I said, how long do you think you got? She said, I don't know. 
And I asked her, I said, how old are you? She said, I'm 17. And I said, boy, I wish at the age of 17 I'd got saved. I said, I didn't get saved until I was 34. But I said, let me tell you how easy it is to get saved. I said, first of all, young lady, I want you to know God loves you. He loves you so much that He went to the cross and died for you so you could be saved. And if you've been the only one, He'd still win. He gave His life a ransom for all, but He went for, if there had been just one, He would have done it. I said, He loves you. And I said, look, don't, don't put so much emphasis on the church. I hate you to go into a den of devils. I said, don't put so much emphasis on the preachers. I'd hate you to get one of those uh, twofold more childs of hell than themselves kind of head salvation. I said, go straight to Jesus. Right. Go to Jesus and say, Jesus, yes. I heard you love me. Thank God. I heard that if I come to you yes. and call upon you, and ask you, you forgive me my sins, and you save my soul. And I say, young lady, tell Jesus the best way I know how, right here, right now, I'm asking you to save me. She got it. What else did you do, Brother Ed? I went outside and started praying for that young girl. Yeah. And I said, Lord, I've done my part. You see, Sarah, mm -hmm. we just water. Or we plant. Mm -hmm. We can't give the increase. Mm -hmm. But God help us to water. God help us to plant. Yes. All we can. Plant the good seed. Water it with the water of the Word of God. I'm telling you, we got to be faithful. And we got to find them before death does. Before the devil does. I'm telling you, a faithful witness. That's what we need to be. And to the glory to God, I was faithful to pray for that young girl. I pray for even this morning, God, get her to Calvary. There's a man I worked with. I'll tell his name. I don't mind it a bit. He's an atheist. And he's very arrogant. His name's Mark Winkless. He's a young man. And I have not failed, Brother Donnie, to pray for that little boy. And not only he gets saved, but that I would get to hear about it and rejoice in spirit. Now I pray for all the people I work with that they'll get saved. Boy, a lot of them have. Faithful. We're going to get a little rough territory right here. But it needs to be said. I mentioned about doing the wedding of Brother Timothy Oaks and his beautiful wife, Sean Oaks. They just buried their daughter this Friday, two days ago. And when I done their wedding here at this church, December the 9th, 2023. Church is full. Full. A lot of mixed people here. I did more than a wedding ceremony that day. I reasoned with them. I said, make no mistake about it. We live numbered days. I mentioned about burying two daughters. And I mentioned Brother Timmy. I said, Timothy, Brother Timmy, your wife, Sean, I said, here's what the blessing of marriage is. you got someone to help you through that terrible valley. If you do have to bear a child, you got one to lean on, one to cry with, one to share your grief with. Here they are, sir, within a month, yeah. doing exactly what I didn't know. Not with the God, it hadn't happened. That's how uncertain the days are we live. Mm -hmm. 
The Bible says, Boast not of tomorrow, thou knowest not what a day may bring. I'm telling you, buddy, we all live numbered days. None of us knows the number of them. For all I know, day may be the last day before God comes for His church. I don't know. He just told me to be faithful. Amen. That's all I do know. But it's sad in my heart to hear aftermath. I found out about her death after they done had her funeral. I, I wasn't faithful. I didn't know nothing about it. Brother Donnie's one shared it with me. His sister Julie called him and told him about it. And, and I tell her we couldn't find it. Julie not only found it, she sent word to us. They buried her Friday. Whew. I don't wish it on no one. But I'm glad that day that I talked about more than a wedding that day. I'm glad I pleaded that day with the people that were here that they might get ready. Uh, before it comes to meet the Lord. Uh, uh, before death comes. I'm telling you to get a refuge for your soul. To get right with God. We just don't know what's on the calendar. We don't know what's going on. Even right now we don't know. These are perilous times. Mm. I thought the Lord showed up every minute. Amen. Although we're out here. Amen. Oh my. I hated to hear about that. Their daughter. And as far as I know, she's saved. I don't. The only one I know for sure is Eddie Wade. I don't know if my own wife's saved or not. She says she is. I'll let God be the judge. But I did mention about what could come our way. And nobody there, they may not have put a lot of stock in that. Maybe even me. But that's just the way life is. Yeah. We just don't know. Mm -hmm. But Donnie, he's been reaching out to those that he delivers medicine to. And well, I commend him for that. I do. Got a tremendous vineyard there to work in. He does a good job with it too. Does so much a good job, they prefer him above all the rest of them. Yeah. Only problem that is, only one would rather die. <laughs> but they want Donnie to bring their medicine. Yeah. They want him brag on the Lord and spend some kind words with them. Yeah. Show a little bit of a care and affection with them. God help us not to be so callous. Yes. Yeah. I know we're all in a hurry. I, I know we're, you know. We're trying to make ends meet. We're running to and fro. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm right with you, buddy. I'm telling you, I'm like Peter and James and John, silver and gold, have I none? Oh, my. You know, if the Lord don't come very soon, I guess old brother Eddie probably going to go bad out. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it. I, I know he's faithful. I know he's on the throne. I know I belong to him. I, I know he's caring for me. He's my shepherd. Hey, I'm one of his sheep. That kind word. They specify, can Donnie bring my medicine? Yeah. Boy, that's a badge of honor. Amen. That's a badge of honor, brother Donnie. He earned that. He takes a little time. I don't know how much trouble he gets in doing it. But he takes a little time, makes that delivery a little more personal. He don't throw the medicine. He comes up, I brought you medicine. God bless you. I hear him sometimes. He's got his phone on. We're talking. He said, I brought you medicine. God bless you. They give him eggs. He gives them to me. They give him all kinds of things. And he just says, you didn't eat tomatoes? i got more than I can eat. I said, yeah, I'll take some of them. Oh, make a difference. God bless you, Sarah. we got opportunities down here afforded by God to show the love of God, to show the compassion of God. God help us to be faithful to Him. Every time Paul said, a door's been opened for me, he said, pray that I'll have others that we might proclaim the goodness of God. Oh my, what miserable vessels we are yes. to carry the good news in. Yet God chose us. 
God commanded us, and God commanded us to carry it to wherever He leads us in life. Amen. Amen. Faithfulness of 2024. Yes. Oh my. Oh my. Not only is this going to be a challenging year to the churches, but it's going to be challenged to each one of us too. Just know this. I know we get on that complaining mode every now and then. But the Bible says, knowing this, your brethren suffer the same afflictions. Mm-hmm. You know, I've not got no bigger burden than Brother Donnie does. He ain't got no bigger burden than I do. Amen. We all bear the same yeah. uh, burden. We all got the same care, the same comfort. Uh, matter of fact, Romans chapter 15 talks about in the comfort of the Scripture. We might have hope. You'll find out that Word will help you when you're down and out. Uh, I tell people all the time, go to the book of Psalms and spend some time there. If you're faithful to do that, you'll find everything you need right there. Amen. You'll find bread and fish on the yeah. fire. You'll find yeah. the Lord there wanting to commune with you, wanting to spend some time with you. Yeah. He told Martha, He said, Martha, you're careful and you're troubled about many things. One thing is needful and Mary has chosen that good thing. Choose that good thing. Be faithful. Father, we thank you for the thought, for the Spirit of God, for the privilege and opportunity you've given us, Lord, to deliver this message today. I pray, dear God, Lord, it'll find good ground. I pray, Father God, it'll bring up good crop. I pray, Lord, it'll not only bear fruit, I pray it'll bear the right fruit. Oh, my Lord, I pray for those that be listening to this message today. May it be a help to them. May it be a blessing to them. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' precious name we ask it, Father. Amen. Amen. Faithful in 2024. Oh my. I'd like to ask everybody to stand. I don't have a song leader. I'm not a singer. But I'll tell you what, if you do need to come, you come. We'll just kind of meet them out here. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me and caused, I don't know the words to the Lord, but Lord, bless I pray your work, bless your churches, help them Lord to trim the wick, Help them, Father, to go out in the hedges and highways. Help them, Lord, to compel them to come in that your houses may be filled, Lord, with not only saved people, but, Lord, even sinners, Lord, that we might be able to get them straightened out with the Word of God, that we might be able to get them saved by the blood of Jesus. We pray for that, Father. In Christ's name we pray it and ask it all. Amen. Amen. Anybody got a word on your heart? I just want to thank the Lord for being here today. I want to... Y'all pray for me and my crew mm-hmm. as we go out and hopefully push some snow. <laughs> but uh, pray for us and just everybody keep Bruce Carlton in your prayers. Just yes. Pray for, uh-huh. and pray for him. Yes. Bless the Lord. Help him, Father. Him and um, Sarah's mom. Yeah. Her father. So Amen. It's going to be a little trying times here coming up. But we know God's got it and we're yeah, thanking him. So. Amen to that too, brother. Yeah, thank you. Again, Amen. We've been praying pray here, so. for Bruce and for Christina. And for Sarah's stepdad, we don't know his name, but we still pray for him. We've been praying for Mark. Three other guys that work with me, and I just yeah. make sure and pray, make sure they all get to work safe and home safe. Amen. And all that if we do get snow. Amen, Brother Patrick. Amen. 
Anybody else? Yeah, I want to say thank you for uh, your prayers for Lucy. She was real sick last week. You're yeah. Doing a lot better. So thank you for praying. And, and uh, I'm thankful we had church today. I was I was missing church. Amen. Hey, so I like it. Yeah. This year's a new year. And can you please pray for, uh, can we pray for Tammy too? Yeah. She, she, she's home. I got an update on Tammy last night. She's still weak. Okay. She's home. Uh, I had heard anything, so I didn't know. Yeah, she's home. Uh, she's still not feeling good. Uh, Danny's tending to her. She's weak. Uh, according to what Carolyn told me last night, she's weak, but she is home. And you know what? I'd rather be home and in the hospital any day of the week. I'll tell you that right now. But we'll have a word of prayer for her in just a second. Uh, Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer. And we pray, Lord, Father, for Bruce. We pray, Lord, Father, for not only Tammy, Lord, but we pray also, Lord, for Christina, Sarah's mother. We pray for her stepdad. We pray, Lord, Father, for Mark and Kay Hurt. We pray, Father, Lord, for uh, Sister Carolyn recovering where she broke her foot. We pray for Sister Vani, a Lord recovering, Lord, from surgery. Brother Ed recovering, Lord, from surgery. Lord, we pray for all those in the church that are, Lord, recovering, all those that are sick, all those, Lord, that are struggling. I pray, dear Father, Lord, this year would be one, Lord, that the house of God could be filled. Yes, I'd like to see it myself, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'd like to see every seat filled. We've got 50 seating capacity. I'd like to see them filled this year, Lord. And Lord, I pray it be you, Lord, that send them. And I pray they'd be here because they want to be here. I don't want nobody to be here that don't want to be here. But I pray they'd come with their own accord and come with a willing heart and looking for a blessing. And I pray, dear God, Lord, you bless them for coming and bless them while they're here. And bless them, Lord, I pray even right now. And Lord, help our country, Lord. I've never seen uh, such a, uh, I, I guess, an ungodly determined uh, to, to overthrow the church as this country has become, been, been infiltrated, Lord, with, with evil men. And, and Lord, we know your word says they crept in unaware. And Lord, the tares are showing up where they've got into, uh, Lord, significant places and invaded, Lord, our schools, invaded our churches, and invaded our government, Lord. And, and Lord, doing a lot of things ought not be done. We're not going to worry about it, Lord. We know you've got it covered. But we thank you and praise you, Lord, for having it covered. Yes, we ask all these things, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 All right. Praise the Lord. Good service. That was really good. Amen. Glad y'all decided to be here. It was not that long.